Humble Talks just went viral. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Be humble. Be humble. So welcome, everyone. Welcome to our season one finale. We are finally here for season one. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta hit the high notes for you all. And I am your hostess that does the mostest, Ashari James. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for subscribing. Thank you all for going through this journey with us. We surely appreciate you. We hope that you all have been blessed, been encouraged, been motivated. And we just want to let you know that we appreciate you so, 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 so much. And so now let's get right into it. Humble Talks for our new listeners or if you have if you if you haven't been listening for a while and you need a refresher, humble talk simply stands for helping us move beyond limits and excuses. So when you say us, who are you talking to or who are you talking about, Ashari? I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you and I'm talking about you. Let's remove the labels of just millennials for this episode. And let's talk to everyone from all race, all age, all colors everyone today i'm talking to you and so this podcast is really a blueprint that really is a how-to guide to help us in our finances relationship managing this difficulty of adulting and we just look to put together a few episodes that really focused on like the blueprint of success healthy and unhealthy dynamics of relationships healing in various outlets and making sure that we break generational curses and as i check in i'm, I'm gonna be absolutely real 2020 has been absolute trash and i know so many of us are trying to find the beauty in 2020 i have been doing so myself through the podcast through Better Body Blends with all the sea moss and the, the juicing and, and and teaching others to live a healthy lifestyle. However, it doesn't take away the fact that we've had to endure this coronavirus. It also doesn't take away the fact that we've lost Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Armand Arbery, all to either hate crimes or police brutality. And a lot of us are feeling the impact of these passings of our loved ones passing from coronavirus and if you look around we're all family in a sense because one thing that happens affects all of us in a way and so with that being said played a role in some of the inconsistency with the episodes being aired out in a consistent basis right i was devastated. I was heartbroken. I was angry for a second. I even felt like I was soulless because as a black man in America, it's like, how do you expect me to react? How do you expect me to feel? How do you expect me to internalize all of these things? But not only as a black man to subject it only to me, but as a black community as a whole, like how do we all internalize these things? How do we now navigate and move through all of these police brutalities, all of these social injustices, all of these systemic racism that's going on, all of the coronavirus still going on and people losing their lives and people not being able to really um, hang out and be a part of their community and be a part of their loved ones' lives. 
How do you expect us all to get through this? And so with all of that being said, I had to take a moment to really digest everything and let it digest within me so that way I'm more reactive in a positive light instead of being reactive with my emotions. I'm going to say that again. Reactive in a positive light instead of being reactive in my emotions. So I had to take time to actually think think things through to actually see how things get played out. So that way, when I come on the podcast, I could talk with logic <laughs> um, also with my emotions, but in a positive way. Um, and so with all of us, as I'm checking in, I'm thinking about how hurt I was, how I feel that we were not ready for all of this in 2020. A lot of us expected 2020 to be a year of new, to be a year of vision, to be a year of accomplishing goals. And so many of us are doing that through this trying time. However, it's not it's not easy. It's not easy. And so we got to make sure that we keep our families, our communities, our sisters, our brothers, our business and our fears in order. So that way we as a people we don't have to keep going through these injustice and these killings and endure them in the way how we've been seeing them over and over and constantly over and over. It's just like, when will this stop? To me, I, that's the emotions and that's that's the, the, the mind frame that I continually ask myself is like, when will this stop? When will we rise above civil rights and seek equality that we truly deserve? No, I don't mean to get all Dr. King on everyone. I have a dream that one day we will rise to the mountaintop. Now, that's not what I'm trying to do. But enough has to be enough. And we have to start taking a stand in our community. We have to stand up for what we believe in. And we have to make the difference that we want to see in this lifetime. For the generations to come. Now, with that being said, welcome to our season finale, everyone. So, right now, we're going to do a quick recap of the first four episodes, and I'm going to prepare you all for our season two of Leveling Up. So, our first episode was all about me versus me. That's where we focus on our journey mapping and our self-identity, right? Going back and looking at those experiences in our lives and our childhood that really shaped the people that we are today, right? Doing some self-awareness, self-reflection, self-identity exercising, just so that way we can start to get a nice foundation of where we came from, who we are, and why we are the people that we are today. And then our second episode was about Weak old ketchup stains, important moments that was through our journey mapping that potentially could have hindered our success. Those are called our traumas and our triggers, right? And so in order for us to be successful in our lives, we need to identify those traumas and those triggers in order for us to be able to prevent them from hindering our success in the future. And then the third episode was a seat at the table. Once we identified who we are, what potential triggers can hinder our success, and now what are we going to do from there? 
How will we design our table of success? How will we make sure that we belong at that specific table? How will we make sure that we are valued? How will we make sure that we are worthy, right? And so we needed to identify who we are with our flaws and all, identify all the catch-up stains that shaped up into the version that we are today. We needed to create a plan for our lives and to design the table. We also need to strategize and contextualize our plans that way the design of the table fits for our behinds to sit in that chair. Also, we need to make sure that we step out on faith and make sure that we put in the work to construct the table, right? And most importantly, we need to we need to make sure that we do not quit. And so how do we do all of that? How do we take all of that and go through our self-identity process by setting healthy healthy boundaries with ourselves and also with others, forgiving ourselves and also with others, granting grace with ourselves and also with others, and also making sure that we do not go through this process of healing or, or self-realization or self-awareness alone and that we're not suffering in silence. And so the idea of these last, what, four episodes was really to take a step, face your fears, Walk out on faith, trust in your own process, make sure that you're crossing your own burning sands in a sense, because you all know that I am Greek, right? And so crossing the burning stands, meaning that you jump over that fire and get over to the other side, right? And so the idea is taking small steps and using the snowball effect, which we talked about in what episode three or episode four, but metaphorically in the idea of the fear snowball effect. So tackle each fear one small step at a time to build your confidence, to build your confidence. I'm going to say it again, to build your confidence, to build your confidence. And it's just like paying off debt. You start with the small one. And then from the small one, you take that same money that you put in the small, uh, that small debt and you transfer it over to the bigger debt to continue to pay it off. But what that does is it helps to build our confidence. And so with that, I like to break things down into categories. So our whole season one was really focused on self-identity self-care and success and just a disclaimer i am not an expert i'm not an expert at all in any of the things that i'm expressing i'm simply just expressing my opinion through my experiences i'm the only expert in my own life as well but i'm just sharing my thought process and the things that i i've experienced with you all um and thank you all for allowing me to be this vulnerable with you all to share these experiences and my opinions as well um but to piggyback off the things that I was saying before, I think it's important that we identify the cycles that need to be observed, examined, and discarded. So it's kind of like a doctor's report. When we go to our doctor, we, you know, we have our doctor observe us, examine us, and hopefully that doctor gives us the right advice in order to either do something correctly or let us know that we're doing something incorrectly and it's the same thing identifying those cycles that needs to be discarded from our lives completely we also need to stop rewriting and recasting these traumas that's invaluable to our current experiences right that means stop holding on to the past and i know the things that i'm expressing is you know easier said than done that's why we talked about that Fear that snow that fear snowball kind of effect, right? Starting with the first one, letting go that 
first fear, letting go that first trauma, allowing yourself to be removed from that, not holding on to that and, and not allowing yourself to stress yourself out because of those experiences. Right. Identifying and owning that someone else's voice may be dictating how you feel about yourself. Oh, I'm not worthy enough. Oh, I'm not important enough. Oh, I don't think that I'm I'm capable of doing this. Oh, um, I'm I'm a bad person. Oh, um, because of my experiences, people are not gonna. Who is saying all of those things? Is that you talking, or is or is that you repeating what someone else told you? And also through that experience, how do you know what they were expressing to you wasn't through trauma or different triggers that they've experienced as well? So we need to ask ourselves, who's speaking? Who's vocalizing these thoughts? Who's the one dictating how I feel about myself right now? And then most importantly, we need to face and confront the fears that approach us. If you feel nervous about a situation, accept it. If you feel fear about a situation, accept this, accept it, because that will at least help us to diminish the negativity within, right? And so I forgot what I was reading or what I was listening to before. I'm always reading and I'm always listening to something. And they said, instead of saying I'm nervous, say I'm excited. And sometimes we need to confront our fears with the opposite approach because our fears it sits there and it wants us to feed into it right so fear is this false evidence appearing real right and so the more fearful we are the more we feed into it but if we say instead i'm fearful i'm excited okay well i'm afraid no i'm happy okay no i'm anxious no i'm 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 ready for the show or i'm ready for it. if we continue to talk to ourselves in a positive way maybe we can combat those negative thoughts right and so it all boils down to self validation right what are you doing through this idea of self love Right. The love that we show ourselves allow us to spread that love, that validation, that power, that strength and that hope to ourselves and also to others. Right. And this is it's the this idea of that the love cup. Right. So once our cup basically runneth over, then we can empower others and we can assist others. But once your cup is not filled or it's half filled, then there isn't much love to give yourself. So you got to make sure that your cup is always on F and not on E. You got to make sure that you're not halfway. You got to make sure that you're in it. You got to make sure that you're validating yourself. You got to make sure that you're empowering yourself. You got to make sure that you're giving hope to yourself instead of facing the fears with fear. No, we need to face our fear with power. We need to face our fears with strength. We need to face our fears with validation of hope. And so with that, love is a choice that we make every day. Even the love that we give ourselves is a choice that we make every day. We need to understand instead of also, instead of learning the love language of someone else. I think it's more important to learn the love language of yourself. And then you start to to, to treat yourself in the best way based off of your love language to yourself, right? So identify your own interactions and start to interlock your every single daily interaction with how you're going to treat yourself better. 
and also identifying healthy and unhealthy ways in which you treat yourself as well too right because we're always looking for the external factors we're always looking for someone else to say i mean for someone else to dictate the love that we receive but we're never really looking at the love that we're giving ourselves to hold ourselves accountable in order for us to have more of a healthy relationship and so it's an important element that in our relationship that we focus on the safety and the communication that we give to ourselves. Because once we focus on that, then we can trust ourselves. We can be more vulnerable because we will then have true freedom within. And like I said, this is just me talking through my own experiences and the things that I have went through and things that I've gone through that kind of helped me get to this place right now of having to validate myself through self-love or having to make sure that my love cup was filled or in just making sure that I knew what my love language were for myself in order for me to treat myself better and for me to figure out why am I communicating with myself this way? Mm, what if I took a different approach and I communicated with myself this way, right? And so it's all based on the autonomy of trust, being brave with yourself, growing with your own self-awareness and your consciousness, and most importantly, being present with you, being present with who you are, being present with others, being present with your community, being present with the work that you do, being present with what you give to others, being in the moment, and so let's take a moment really quickly. Remember Cool Runnings, right? When he took, I don't even remember the guy's name, but he took him in the bathroom and he was about to get into a fight at the bar. He asked him this question. Look in the mirror and tell me what you see. He said, I see, let's say, for example, his name was Ashari. I see Ashari. He said, look again. He said, I see Ashari. He said, no. He said, I see pride. I see power. I see a bad mother who don't get take no crap off of nobody. He said, say those words. He said, I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap off of nobody. He said, say it again. I see pride. I see power. I see a bad A mother who don't take no crap off of nobody. And then guess what he did? He built, he got his confidence level so high that he went out there and smacked the dude in the face and they all got into a fight at the bar. But my question to you is, do you see pride? Do you see power? Do you see a bad A mother who don't take no crap off of no one? And so that is all wrapped around your own self-awareness, your own key to unlocking who you really are, who we really are, being an expert in us, being aware of our state and our consciousness. So always ask ourselves, what's right for you? What's the right love for you to receive? What is the right love for you to give yourself? What is it that you need from you because if we can look at ourselves for ourselves then we can never depend on someone else to validate us to give us the love that we think we're missing when we keep our cup filled so always ask ourselves do you see pride do we see power i gotta say it that way that he'd say because it's, it's just hilarious do we see pride do you see power do you see a bad A mother who don't take no crap off of no one? But on a serious note, 
icy part. No, I'm stop. I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> one of my good mentors would always quote that love is liberating opportunities that validates existence. Right. So we have to ask ourselves these critical questions. How do we love ourselves without falling in love with ourselves? Are we truly believing in ourselves? Are we willing to accept ourselves for our past, our present and our future? Do we really love ourselves? Do we really appreciate ourselves? Do we neglect ourselves? Do we care for ourselves? Do we embrace ourselves? Are we truly asking these questions and then answering these questions? Because I believe that a healthy relationship with ourselves has like four elements, right? Our commitment to ourselves, our connection to ourselves, our communication to ourselves and the consideration that we have for ourselves. And so I feel like when we lack elements of those four C's that I mentioned, then we can lose sense of our purpose. And so sometimes when we don't have enough love and we don't have enough substance that that allows us to remind ourselves that we are human, then those elements then can depreciate our purpose at times. So it boils down to two things, deciding and choosing. Will you choose love? Will you choose validating your own existence? What opportunities will you present? What opportunities shoot will I present, right? And so this is what these first five episodes were truly about. Not me versus me in a negative way, but more so me really understanding who I am, me understanding my foundation, me understanding where I came from, me understanding that I've overcame all the traumas, all the triggers that I've now experienced through me going through my journey mapping, me understanding all of these elements, right? And then understanding those weak old ketchup things that I can now identify that those are traumas, those are triggers, and those are things that I will no longer allow to affect me. But then most importantly, to have a seat at the table. So what does my seat at the table, now that I've been through my journey, I know who I am, I know my triggers, I know my traumas, what does the seat at the table look like for me? And how will I design the seat itself? Will I allow somebody else to design it for me? Or will I take part in constructing that seat that will make it comfortable for my backside to sit at this table, stay at the table and contribute to the table? But then also, why not do those things now? Why not take this time in the pandemic and all of this crisis to really dig deep within ourselves to understand who we are, understand what we possess? which I always like to say is the black gold, right? We we, we are the, the black oil and the black gold and we are just so magnificent. But taking that time to really dig deep and going deep within yourself, especially during this time. So why not now? And I didn't give the episode title away at the beginning because I want all of us to understand and including myself that right now we're in a pivot to our blessings. So that's the title of this episode as a pivot to our blessings. But in order for us to receive our blessings, we have to make the necessary changes that is going to get us 
to receive, accept, and live out our blessings. And so I hope that it wasn't too preachy. Um, episode one, two, three, four, and five is now a wrap for season one. I just want to say we appreciate all of our listeners. Normally, we do shout outs, but I just want to shout out everyone who've ever listened, everyone who've ever shared, everyone who've subscribed, who's telling their mama, Lolly Daddy, and everybody. I truly do appreciate you. I also want to give a thanks to Anaya for being my co host for this season one. It was true. I truly appreciated all of her help and all of her assistance. And we're just looking forward to just having season two roll out. We plan to have many guests. Oh, man. I mean, it's going to when we talk about leveling up season two is going to be leveling up. When we talk about getting to the next step, getting to the next level, that's what season two is going to exemplify. Season two is going to be about leveling up. So we have tons of guests, tons of folks is going to come on. I'm going to share my personal experiences. They're going to share their personal experiences. We're going to get a little bit deeper. So please stay tuned for season two. I appreciate you and I hope that you all come on this journey with me as we continue to uplift, encourage, and stay humble. Peace, love, stay humble.